Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. David from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. Well, thank you very much, Mr. McDavid. The Edmonton Oil Kings in action tonight. They have won eight in a row. They're going to face off at seven at Rogers Place against the Medicine Hat Tigers. The Oil Kings, fun to watch this year. The Alberta Golden Bears playoff time in Canada West. Friday, 7 p.m. at Claire Drake, Saturday, 7 p.m., and if needed, Sunday at 7 p.m. against the Calgary Dinos in a Canada West semifinal. The uh, winner obviously advances to the league championship series and also gets a spot in Nationals. We had head coach Ian Herbers on the show a couple of days ago. Always great to catch up with him. Early in the second period, Maple Leafs and Sabres tied 1-1. Bryson and Sandine, the goal scorers after the first. The Rangers lead the Blues 1-0. Lafreniere with his 13th. Just about to get underway, the Kings and the Stars. I broke down the standings earlier on how this could affect the Oilers. Basically, uh, oil country, you don't want it to go to overtime. Somebody's getting two. You don't want the third point for an overtime or a shootout loss. And then at 8 o'clock tonight, it is the uh, Predators against the Kraken. I've been calling the Kraken the tentacle team. I guess we could call the Predators the tooth team since they got that big uh, saber-tooth thing in their logo. So the uh, the teeth against the tentacles is the late game tonight in the National Hockey League. 780-496-0063 if you want to get in touch. I mentioned the email inside sports at 630chet.com. The Big L sent me an email. He said, uh, Reed, I have a strong feeling Woodcroft is going to do something special with this team. If there's anybody whose feelings I trust, it is the Big L. Thank you very much for the email. Using that old-fashioned form of communication. So Duncan Keith today walks into the rink. They got the uh, stick canopy. Everybody's ready for him. Red carpet to his... To his uh, to his stall in the dressing room. That was pretty cool. And he was asked, okay, you're playing against the Blackhawks in Chicago tomorrow. How do you think you're going to feel? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, uh, I think that I like to think I've been through a lot of different experiences in, in my career um, where you have to uh, focus on on how to play and what you got to do. But this is a definitely a new experience being in, in this building as uh, as an opponent. Uh, but... I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, it's going to be fun and uh, exciting. I know the the Hawks are, uh, you know, they always got some dangerous uh, players out there, especially when Caner's on the team and on the ice. And you know, it's uh, they beat us last time, so it's uh, it's always going to you got to be ready. All right, a little bit there from Duncan Keith. Get more on uh, Keith's return to Chicago, and the Oilers made some signings today players on the Bakersfield Condors. Get more on that on 630Ched.com, globalnews.ca. Going into Chicago, always a fun stop for uh, players and broadcasters around the National Hockey League. 
to discuss that and more. Former NHL goaltender, now an analyst with the NHL on Rogers. He's powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? Well, I'm doing quite well. I wish this was in person because I would have arranged for you to walk into my basement here with <laughs> other broadcasters with sticks forming a halo and, and tapping you in for another appearance on uh, on Inside Sports. But we'll just we just awesome. got the audio version. But you like that for Duncan Keith today, eh? Oh, well, that was fantastic. I'd never seen that. Maybe that's been done before, but I certainly didn't uh, remember that uh, from an NHL standpoint. Uh, I, I've seen it uh, at other events but not not in this uh, same fashion it was just tremendous um I, I don't think anybody expected that i know when i saw the video i was thinking oh this might be kind of cool and uh but i had no idea when he turned that uh, corner to go down that corridor and to see all those guys i don't know how he reacted but it would have been overwhelming for me it, it, i would have had first of all i would have had a great smile on my face i would have felt a little bit embarrassed but nonetheless i just thought it was extremely well done even the red carpet right to his stall in that dressing room i, I think that that's a memory he'll have forever yeah, I mean, the only time uh, something like that has happened to me at the workplace is uh, when I've left a job. People have lined the <laughs> corridors to make sure I was on the way out. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's Yeah, that, that was a pretty cool moment. Chicago, look, um, I know from just talking to people around the league, and as you know, I, I don't travel. I've been to some, some drafts yeah. in just some American yeah. cities as a tourist or whatever. Um, but it, it seems to me the consensus top three – now, maybe it's changed a little bit with Vegas, and I think Nashville has grown in popularity <laughs> recently, but yeah. you got New York, Montreal, and Chicago are often yeah. be mentioned as some of the, the best stops uh, for NHL visiting teams. So I want to go there with you. Uh, let, let's start with the hockey side of things, because you also would have played in Chicago Stadium, which was, yeah. I mean, they called it the madhouse for a reason, I guess. <laughs> so, the uh, man, I have so many great memories. And by the way, uh, your list is accurate, and now we do have to include Vegas and Nashville. But uh, Chicago was a special place, and it's always going to have a special place uh, in my memory because, Reed, going back to that old Chicago Stadium, uh, that was the first NHL building I played in, right? So that was my first ever preseason game was in 1980, and that was the city we traveled to, and that was the building I first stepped onto NHL ice. And uh, the stairs are legendary. So you dress basically in the basement, and then you had to walk up these, and I mean really narrow stairs. I don't, if I remember correctly, the length of my skate blade didn't quite fit on each uh, landing. And so it, it was especially difficult coming back down after a period into the dressing room. But I remember the, uh, the floor was linoleum or something hard like that. And so it was, it was definitely on purpose. It was meant to uh, take away part of our edge on our blades, right? There's, there's stories and I, I never uh, saw this, but there, put a little coating of sand on the on the linoleum too to really further damage your skate blades these are the things that went on in the the old nhl right and uh, before there were standards what you could do and what you couldn't do uh, i also remember uh mr bill Wirtz. he was such a powerhouse in the industry and uh but he he was also known at least this is what we were told being quite frugal and so 
for us in the visitor's room, most often the shower at best might get lukewarm, but it was really, it was basically cold. That was, that was on purpose to make us not like coming to Chicago and playing in that, that fantastic building. The other thing I remember, he, the towels we had, they were more like, uh, dish towels they're only about that size right so not not big enough for a, a nhl body and some of these men furthermore to that the towels i firmly believe they did something like scotch guarding them or something because they had these tiny little clear pebbles on them and your towels back then they didn't absorb anything it was kind of like having a squeegee so you just sort of pushed all the water down off your body onto the floor and it was really uncomfortable and and all those messages were sent on purpose right you know this is a great building but you're not going to have fine memories of it yet what um, yet i do in fact they're terrific memories and just a ability to play in that and you probably heard about the pipe organ that they had that was just it was it bring uh, chills to you it was so uh, moving it was just a fantastic experience one of my greatest hockey memories and then when the brand new building was built i think i would have played in there for about four or five years uh, as a visitor and uh and it didn't have the same atmosphere for a while. And uh, it was a cool, it was a well-built building, but it didn't have the same atmosphere until the cup or the uh, Blackhawks started going those cup runs. And then it became the madhouse, as you mentioned. And as a broadcaster, then going back into it, it brought back the best of memories. And it was just, I, I especially remember those years they went to the finals and the weather was great. On an off day, uh, I would often uh, go to the morning skate and then I'd walk all the way back to downtown Chicago, which would take me about two hours. And it was just a just a fantastic city, still is one of my favorites. Uh, it's one of the cities when I get my schedule every year, I look um, uh, when we're playing there or the Flames are playing there. And what's really great about it oftentimes, Reed, I'll be leaving Toronto on a, or working in Toronto on a Saturday. And this is how much I enjoy Chicago. Oftentimes the Flames play there on something like a Tuesday. And so I'll go in Sunday and I'll have a complete, I'll go for a great dinner on Sunday night and Monday I'll have time to explore the city again before I work on Tuesday. So that, that schedule has worked out really well for me, for a guy that loves the city. Okay. And so for the, the city side of it, I mean, does it come down to the food? The, like this, the deep dish pizza, does it come down to just a, it's a city with a great vibe and a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. What, what's that side? All of that, Yeah. all that. And it, it's, it, it reminds me so much of uh New York City, uh, the vibe, the people are tremendous. Uh, you know, they consider themselves uh, Midwesterners, and for a, a huge city, I just find it to be the vibe to be fantastic, super friendly. You know, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, what's the uh, there's a pub that I uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it it has uh, maybe the best food I've ever had in a pub style restaurant uh that i frequent all the time you can tell the pandemic has been around because i can't even remember the the place that i've gone for you know 30 years uh but nonetheless it it, it 
it's a, tr a city. If you haven't been, I recommend not only you read, but to, to all the listeners, if if you can ever find time to get to Chicago, it's terrific. Yeah, well, I got to go there for a draft. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I won't tell the whole story now. I have told it on the show sure. before. Uh, Def Leppard, my favorite band, was there the same weekend as the draft. But they, oh, were, wow. in a, they were in a park called Tinley Park, which was south yeah. of the city, and it was yeah. hell getting back after the concert, which, oh, is, which, is, which is something all on its own. It was a, a several hundred dollar <laughs> negotiation Uber ride to, to get back. Okay. But, uh, so but it was cool I, to go I, see I, them outdoors. There's like, close to 30,000 people and uh you know the draft was over so I didn't have to right. worry about doing anything the next day but yeah okay. it, it was... I've got a I've got a funny story read about uh, the commuting in uh, Chicago so one year uh, I, was, I was going there for a playoff game I fly into O'Hare which is it's always a mess it's it's a super busy airport and uh, I I get a cab to go downtown and it's during rush hour of all times and so at best of times it's usually an hour hour and a half this is gonna I knew is this gonna be a good at least a two-hour uh, cab ride and uh, this guy might have been on the job for a couple days at best and I knew it was going to be an experience so I look at the gas tank at the gauge and it's pretty much empty so I've never experienced this in my life and I've been in a million cabs right and so we leave the airport and then he's asking he's asking me honestly where's a gas uh, station around here and so we pulled off on some side street and it, it, it must have taken us 10, 15 minutes to find a gas station. You know, I'm thinking this, uh, this is the funniest thing I've ever experienced. And this is early on in social media. So I'm tweeting it and uh, just had a ton of fun with that whole experience. And then we, we must have circled the hotel about six times because he wasn't quite sure where it was. And, and I wasn't saying anything because I was having a, a, a ton of fun. It was awesome. Okay, that's that's amazing. Where where do I get some gas? That's that's good. That's exactly what you want to hear from your cabbie when you hop in the vehicle. All right. Okay, uh, Kelly Rudy joining us on Inside Sports. Let's quickly just let's let's touch quickly on Derek Ryan because he played for Calgary. You saw him. Yep. Uh, he's he's a great story. Obviously yep. played for the U of A. I mean, four goals on the weekend. I mean, Rob I and I were joking. Like, how do you stop this guy? It was awesome. Yeah, and yeah, he is a great story. His path to the NHL is so unique, and that he never. Uh, gave up on his dream it's uh, terrific and a very very underrated player like if you just look uh, at his stats you'd go well he's okay but if you really dive deep into his game he does so many things well uh, I think he's a perfect fourth line center for any team uh, I really admired his work ethic and his his game when he was here in Calgary and very quiet guy you know he's uh, low maintenance and it's really good to see him have that another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. You had a pretty special moment on air last night with play-by-play uh, -play voice Harner Ryan Singh. Here's how it went down. It is so 
meaningful for me, Kelly, to be able to do this broadcast with you. I've known you for a long time. You were at my me wedding. Too, yes. uh, you know, you've gone to bat for me so many times in my career, mentorship, preparation. I have a little something to show okay. you. Uh, one of the times when I was a bit of a youngster, early 2000s, oh my, my cousins and I, we met you at a game when you were hosting uh, after hours with Scott Oak afterwards. And you were always so encouraging to me. I would come up and talk to you. I met you at a Wayne Gretzky charity golf tournament. Right, in Edmonton. I remember that, yeah. And, you know, during a time where I was getting mixed messages about the industry, if, if you know, viewers would be ready for someone like me to come on TV or not. But you were always so encouraging. It means so much for me to be able to do this game, not to sit with you to call a game. It's so special. Okay, well, that was... That was pretty cool. And you commented on, on, uh, it made you a little, little emotional. Harder Ryan's a, a great guy. I thought that was yeah. very genuine that he shared that with you. It was, and it caught me by surprise. So, um, oftentimes when you're doing a broadcast, uh, as the broadcaster, you don't know if you're ever going to be on camera during the show. And so in the first intermission, we weren't at all. Um, and then, uh, in the intermission break, the producer, Mark Askin, uh, he said to Harn Ryan and I, uh, you guys will be on camera at the start of the third. And so I just naturally asked, uh, what do we, what do you want to talk about Harn Ryan and, and Mark, the producer said, uh, we have a little surprise coming for you. So I thought, frankly, I thought I was going to get punked or pranked or something, right? Because that's often what happens on our broadcast. And, uh, and, uh, much to my surprise, Harner, they had this nice, nice, uh, picture of us going back to, uh, early two thousands. And, uh, I had met him at a broadcast, uh, class. Uh, I was a guest speaker. And so we have all this history he talked about meeting at the Wayne Gretzky golf tournament as well. And so it really, caught my attention and just his sincerity about uh, the relationship we've had and he he's for some odd reason thinks that i'm a mentor which <laughs> is kind of cool to hear from somebody uh, uh of his stature and so it, it was it was very emotional i said something like oh boy i could almost tear up and uh it was a real cool moment i think that uh, we're lucky to share with everybody and much to his surprise and my surprise it went viral and I had no idea. It was, it was, uh, there was an odd moment at the end of the game, though, Reed, because uh, on the way to the game, I'd called my mom just to check in on her and see how she's doing. And, uh, and then as soon as the broadcast ended, she sent me a text and said, Can you call me when you get off the air? And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh. Oh no. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, of course, I was worried. I immediately called her when I got to my truck. And she goes, That was a really cool moment you guys shared. And she also saw at the beginning of the broadcast, I, I sort of welcomed him to the program because, of course, he's been on many times, but he and I have not been in those two roles together on the show. We've known each other for about 20 years. And so that was a cool moment uh, I thought we shared. And then he just won up me, won big time. And, and so I was, it was very, cool for me to share or for my mom to share that with me because it made her kind of emotional and and so I didn't recognize until she started talking about it that you know what this might have some legs and it might uh, gain some uh, some momentum and and I think we all need some good things right you know we hear a lot of bad things going on in the world right now and when you can uh, you know share kindness that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. That was an awesome moment for sure. Kelly, thanks so much for checking in. Love the Chicago stories and an awesome moment with Harner Ryan. And we'll do this next week. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to discuss. You got to just do me a favor, Reed. Don't scotch guard your towels now because that, that, that's not a good feeling. Trust me.
Well, that's great advice, Kelly. <laughs> Words of wisdom for everybody. Awesome segment with Kelly Rudy, powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Yeah, if you sign up for that podcast, I will come to your house and compliment your dog. Oilers at Blackhawks tomorrow, 5 o'clock face-off show. Game is at 6.30. Duncan Keith back in Chicago. Duncan Keith played his first game with Jay Woodcroft as the head coach last night. Woody on the process of getting to know Keith. Yeah, over the last few yeah. weeks, him and I have had some good conversations as he was kind of getting himself back up to speed. I met him at training camp uh, when he stepped on the ice for the first time. I ran a practice, of which uh, he jumped out for. And then other than that, I've been in the league a long time uh, as an assistant coach, and I've been uh, witness to a lot of his big games. Um, so I, I know what he brings to the table, and I've uh, been a fan of his for a long time. I'm happy happy that he's an Edmonton Oil. How will Duncan Keith be received in Chicago? How many players will the team trade away before the deadline? Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times with those answers next. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.